0: Welcome to the Life as a Coder podcast series brought to you by your friends at Ozark Coding Alliance, LLC, discussing your life as a medical coder, offering coding tips and advice for coding students and professionals. Join us every Monday. Hello and welcome to the Life as a Coder podcast series. My name is Jennifer McNamara and our program today is brought to you from your friends at Ozark Coding Alliance, LLC. And our goal is to bring you timely industry topics in the field of health information management, as well as our tips for work-life balance. And if you're a first-time listener, we thank you for listening today. If you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button or follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We can be found on Podbean, Spotify, Apple, and now iHeartRadio. Our disclaimer is that our podcasts are not to be taken as legal or otherwise professional advice. They are based on our years of experience in the coding and billing industry. And our goal is to share what we've learned and why we love this industry. Today is Monday, April 12th. We're talking about stress, stressed out. It is the silent killer, isn't it? Our goal is really to help inspire people uh, to make changes in their life if needed. We we know that stress uh, can be such a trigger uh, for so many things. I know personally, I never really thought about how stress affected me. And the reason I decided to pick this topic today is because of the silent and gradual effects of stress in my life. I started my journey as a coder. Many of you have read my blogs and and seen my journey, and it has been quite a journey. I feel like I've learned so much about myself, uh, about the industry, um, about my interaction with others, and how every day I'm trying to improve myself as a person, improve myself as a worker uh, in the field, improve myself as an educator uh, and a mentor to others. So what is stress? Let's talk about stress. What is it? Well, uh, definition wise, um, it's that mental, emotional or physical tension or strain that gives you too much of a negative impact on your health. Right. Uh, There may be a more technical definition. That's just one of the definitions I found online, Uh, but that is true. Right. It affects our mental, emotional or physical health negatively. But remember, there are times where you can have good stress. And we're going to talk about that today. Uh, this month, though, of course, is April. And it actually is Stress Awareness Month. Nothing special about April other than they just picked it, right? A lot of times they pick these these months, let's focus on our mental health this month, or let's focus on this. And so since uh, the 90s, since uh, 1992, it has been every year, April has been the... Um, month chosen, dedicated to helping with workplace stress, uh, and other types of stress. And so that's what we're focusing on this month, is figuring out how we can challenge ourselves. Uh, maybe I've seen out there, one of the things I noticed was people are doing these 30 day challenges, um, you know, picking these 30 days to do something uh, to help your physical, mental or emotional stress every day, picking something. There are charts out there. I know a lot of these social media uh, places, they have these little charts and tips for each day what to do. But uh, we're going to talk today about some some tips we found um, that we under up doing our research uh, that have been helpful for others and things that I personally benefit from myself that I know help me. Uh, but again, look at yourself. Um, you may have triggers that uh, make it more difficult for you as a person to adapt to the uh, situations that you experience every day me personally I know what what triggers me uh, what things that um, I feel more stressed out with than than others um, and then of course what I found is the CDC they gave some basic ideas to cope with stress and so I wanted to point them out from a medical standpoint from the Centers of Disease Control Just basic steps though I mean even from the standpoint of the CDC they understand uh, the human body reacts in a medical way, right? Two things. So we want to take care of ourselves. We know our doctors tell us all the time, depending on what situation our bodies are in, to eat healthy, exercise regularly, plenty of sleep, give yourself a break. Now, the exercise regularly and eat healthy, we definitely um, don't make any hard, fast rules on that because what's healthy for one person may not be for someone else. We have allergies to certain foods. So depending on what you can eat, you, you eat healthy for you. And exercise regularly. There are, of course, limits to that because some of you, um, your doctor may prescribe you to not do a certain type of activity right, but do what's good for you and your circumstances. And really just, you know, think about stress in your life. What When you sit down at the end of the day and you think about that day that you had, what was it that made it good or bad or what maybe aggravated your stressor? And, And think about that. Um, and then recognize that you need help. It's so important. Uh, when I started to feel like uh, I was having this moment where I couldn't breathe and I didn't know why, um, it, w- it was happening frequently. And this was back, of course, when I was experiencing a, a moment of mental abuse by my um, one of the, the providers I was working for. And I didn't recognize it as that until it had all come to a crashing halt and My husband reminded me of some of the things that I experienced, and he he remembered the doctor yelling at me over the phone almost every day. And I didn't really focus on that at the time, but looking back, thinking about being yelled at over the phone, just someone yelling at you, and... You don't think about that that affecting you till later and you're, you're experiencing these these panic attacks, which I was having. I had to, you know, have them diagnosed as panic attacks. I had to go on medication because of the, the reaction that my body had mentally, physically, emotionally, all of those things together affected my health. And I'm still dealing with the residual effects of that. But we understand at times, right, stress can be good. There are times where it motivates us, right? It can give us that drive to perform, to do better, to be better than the, the day before. And it can also be life-saving, right? Sometimes if we're, we, if someone's in danger, our stressors kick in, we want to help them and, and make sure they're okay. That can be a good thing. It helps makes us feel good, right? Afterwards, we've helped somebody or we've, we've hit that deadline right at work and it feels really good uh but then when it makes us sick you know um there are some out there who are prone to chronic stress so chronic stress something that has lasted for a while we understand in the in the coding and billing world uh definition wise chronic can definitely mean something that you've had for what, a year or more and is expected to continue there are some of you out there who deal with chronic stress chronic anxiety and you have to be on medication for it. And there is there is so much help that 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 can give you um, because you have a chronic illness. And so because of that, you may be susceptible to other conditions and you may experience things like headaches, insomnia. You know, you may be more prone for heart disease or things like that. I personally worry about that in myself because heart disease does run in my family. So when I started to meditate and think about what I was going through, that hit me. It it went through my mind. You know, my grandfather suffers from heart disease, um, several times over. He's had several problems with his heart. And then my mom, you know, in her late you know, recently getting into her sixties, has had some troubles sort of coming with her heart. And then I'm thinking, okay, I'm almost forty, I'm on that road, potentially, if I don't watch it. And so I think about those things. And so you got to think about that, you know, what what's in your family, what what risks for disease do you have? And is your stressors in your life? Can that affect it? It affects your heart, anything that stresses you out in a negative way, affects your entire body, uh, whether you realize it or not. So uh, the American Psychological Association did find that uh, the five factors that often were a source of stress, were, and you might agree, money, work, family, economic outlook, and relationships. Okay, let's count how many of those have been affected during 2020. I venture to say probably all of them, right? Uh, that is what I would say. Uh, I feel like I felt all of them myself during 2020. Um, I've talked to others um, that I know locally and then um, around the country that have also felt the effects of this. And it's so crazy how this pandemic has had that effect on us. We're at home more, we're around certain people all day long. Right. And we're feeling that stress. You know, those relationships may be getting strained a little bit. Uh, And unfortunately, there are some out there who have uh, dealt with abuse at home. Um, Maybe they were at work physically or they were out during the day and they didn't have to deal with it as much when they're home close quarters they're experiencing this abuse either mentally or physically and it's it's endangering their lives in that way there are there are so many people out there who are suffering because of the effects of having to stay home and so it's definitely something that we should keep a keep a watch out and and figure out what we can do and if you are at home and you are abused physically uh there are things you should be doing you hopefully doing to, to protect yourself we're not talking about that we're talking about internal things that you can do to help you not um, emotionally stress yourself out everyday life. But for those of you out there who are experiencing severe uh, physical abuse, we encourage you to to get help um, and get protected. I want to put that out there because uh, I have people I know who have been abused and, and it's something that I don't encourage you to, to deal with it alone. You need someone uh, to protect you and help you. And um. A report on Wallet Hub found that the most stressed out states in America are Louisiana, New Mexico, and West Virginia. Don't know where that came from, but the study shows that maybe there are things that you're dealing with in those states. And then the least stressed out people are Minnesota, North Dakota, and Utah. Who, who would have thought, right? That's great little facts there. Um, but why is Stress Awareness Month so important? Those are the things I wanted to research and find out. Well, it reminds us when we have a month like this, it reminds us to pay attention to our health. We recently had Mental Health Awareness Month, right? And now we have Stress Awareness Month. I think they're kind of related, don't you? So according to uh, the official websites for Stress Awareness Month, it is a national effort to inform people about the dangers of stress, how to cope with them. And maybe some misconceptions about it that are prevalent in our society. So they wanted to remind us, of course, it's been an awareness since 1992, as I mentioned, and we feel it every day. It's so important to be aware of it because it's every day in our lives, whether we realize it or not. Even if we're a calm person, right, by nature, my husband <laughs> is a very calm person and he is it takes a lot for me to aggravate him. And you know, sometimes I, 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 I will admit I do things to push his buttons, but again, I I'm I'm grateful that he is a husband that is calm, mild tempered, and doesn't rise to anger quickly. But we all feel it. Um, you know, the recent survey that they that was online, um, it mentioned that two thirds of the U.S. Workers Report um, engage in behavior like drinking or crying regularly in order to deal with stress. How sad that you have to go to alcohol or you have to make yourself cry to get rid of those stressors. And, of course, I'm an emotional person, you know, in the last few years because of what I went through. And so I do cry regularly, and I feel better when I'm done. But how sad that in order to relieve stress, you have to resort to those things when there are so much... um, more, you know, advantageous ways. There are better ways to relieve your stress. So identify what stresses you out. That's the first thing, right? Figure out what stresses you out. And uh, right now, of course, we know we, we have a culprit. <laughs> we have the pandemic, right? Um, maybe you've heard of the pandemic fatigue that has been mentioned. Many countries have reported an increase in this. You're just feeling not motivated, right? You're you're feeling like you're trying to protect yourself and others from the virus, but you have no motivation to do anything right because you you're trying to stay safe, be at, be at home, be away from other people. But as a um, as a human, right, we are designed to need other people. So how difficult our bodies and our minds are having because difficult time they're having because we need people. I personally, I'm an extrovert. You probably realize realize this and recognize this by the way I I, I talk, but there are those that are introverts. And so it's even harder for them because they they're more inclined to um, maybe seclude themselves normally. But when they have no choice and they they can't socialize with others, even on a limited basis, that can even attack them even more. So there are ways that even introverts, extroverts experience things differently and have been affected differently um, by this pandemic. But you can you can fight and tackle this fatigue and you can do things even during the pandemic. And it may be a gradual process you have to do. Uh, It may be things that you can you can do gradually, but find things, you know, change your routine. Um, If there's something that you're just doing every single day, just think outside the box a little bit. What is something else I can maybe I can learn a new skill or I can maybe learn to make something new? Um, instead of going to that food delivery service think what you can make at home look up a recipe online there are so many recipes out there and when I get to where I'm in a rut I'm like I don't know what to make for dinner I get out there and I just think okay I have this and I have this and I find some amazing unique recipes and it just reinvigorates me and I feel okay this is cool I can I can learn something new here recently I decided that you know I was facing so much stress and it was because I was taking on too much. So I had to ask for help. And I, I I was grateful that I had a partner to come in and help me with my workload. And it's been great. It's been a great relationship and it's taken so much weight off of me and it feels so good. And so don't feel like you can, you can do all of this on your own. You need to ask for help. And then, you know, try to fill your time with something that is positive and Maybe constructive, you know, I thought I want to learn a, a hobby, I want to have a hobby, something that I can get in and do and, and get my mind on something other than my problems other than how I'm feeling, and just focus on a project. And so I've written down a couple things I want to start learning to do um, inside or even on my back deck and, and just in my garage and, and learn how to, to make something. That's what I, I decided for me. Now, there are um, aspects of society that we should prioritize uh, when we return to normal and getting things back up and running. Now, there are many things that, many states that are going back to normal, right? Or what we call normal, (laughs) our new normal. Uh, But, you know, there are things that we have to realize the gradual onset of things that we have to, you know, gradually get back to. Even though kids are back in school and um, you know, we're some of us are returning back to the office. We're getting more stores opening up. Maybe, um, maybe some are still requiring masks, but we're still able to feel a little better about going out in public. But the effects that we've had from this pandemic—they're going to continue for at least a little while. So we have to be patient with each other. Be patient with our our uh, friends and family. Be patient with those in the community as they try to cope and re- re- recover rights from what we've dealt with. And so there are, there are things like that. We want to be, be aware of with the pandemic. That's just one of the things that I wanted to, to bring out. And uh, we're still going to experience stressful situations, even after the pandemic. It's not going away guys. Anytime soon, there's always going to be some kind of stress in our lives. Um, there are things though that can alter these situations for us. We can't avoid a situation, but can we alter it? Can we change the way we deal with it? Can we remind ourselves, okay, I'm going to face some stressor today. When it happens, how am I going to respond to it? You know, sometimes like myself, I'm stretched too thin sometimes. I'm behind on emails. I'm trying to stay calm and focused. And so what I try to do, and I did this morning, I I got out my list, and I set some reminders for myself because I get so stressed out with myself when at the end of the day, I forget to do something that was so important, a task I meant to accomplish. And I get frustrated and I want to just, you know, like, why did I do that? I, I meant to do that. And then my body gets all stressed out and I get tense and it's no good. So I make a list, you know, my husband helped me this morning, got my little, my phone out on my calendar, made reminders for myself so I don't forget to do certain things. And when you plan ahead each day, get certain tasks assigned to yourself each day, You feel so much better at the end of the day because you've accomplished things that are important to you and important for your life. So again, change your reaction. Uh, Maybe it wasn't what you expected, but change the way you react. Remind yourself that when you go through something or what happens, you're going to be calm and you're not going to overreact to the situation. You're going to stop and think, okay, what's the best reaction to this? And take care of yourself. Everyone talks about self-care It's not selfish, people, guys. It is not selfish to take care of yourself. If you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. I am the first to admit this because I love to help other people, but I started to become affected by my own situation that I wasn't able to help other people like I wanted to because I had to take care of myself. And and so it's so important. You cannot take care of yourself unless you or others unless you take care of yourself, right? I actually um, ran across, um, you know, something that really spoke to me yesterday when I was online and it was, you can't, um, if you don't take time for your health now, you'll be forced to take care of your illness later. And it just hit me so hard and it's so true. If you don't take care of yourself now, you're going to take, you have to take care of something later, whether it's an illness or you're, you're going to be affected in some way later. Exercise, yes, it's, it's always in the top of the list. We talked about it before. Exercise, exercise, exercise. Whether it's getting out, you know, in your neighborhood, and going for a brief walk, or you're going to the gym, or you're lifting weights, you're doing some stretching, just get your body moving. We were not designed to sit all day. I, I know this, you know, I don't think that our creator intended for us to sit every day in a, in a sedentary job like most of us have. Those that uh, have active jobs, they tend to be a little bit more um, active in, in life and, and they, they have more energy usually for things because they're more active, right? Their body is moving constantly. So let's just think about what stresses us out, find ways to alleviate that stress, ask for help. Um, Spend time, you know, I know the screen time uh, is kind of one of those things that stress us out in, in recent months and we've been doing it for so long. Those of us who aren't used to being on screens as often as we are. My whole life is on screens. So whenever my friends want to get together in a large group and do a Zoom like fun activity, I kind of close off because I'm on Zoom or other platforms all day or every day because my entire business, my work is all at home on the computer. If I get emails I'm on my phone, and we're always connected to some device, and it it affects my vision, it affects my mental health, my stress, uh, my anxiety. So sometimes I have to say no to things. I can't always uh, socialize in that way. Uh, but we have started to invite uh, smaller groups over to our home, um, and maybe start outside and just get more comfortable with people. Um, the nation's starting to get more vaccinated, but we're we're not. Uh, complacent. We know the virus is still there. So we do practice that social distancing, practice that good hand hygiene. We're still taking those precautions, even though things are starting to get um, in the right direction, we hope, right? So uh, think about what's best for you, your family, your your home life. Uh, think about um, your health. Um, ask your medical provider if a certain activity or a, a way of eating is, is going to be good for you um, and, and get that that help you need. Um, get outside. We need vitamin D. I know uh, when I went to the doctor, they told me that I was severely deficient in vitamin D and no wonder because I'm inside all day. So I've started to um, plan out, you know, my days where I'm going to spend some days on my back deck working on my laptop. Other days I'll be inside and I have to take vitamin D regularly. So if you're not doing that, I recommend for those of you who work at home, make sure you of course talk to your provider, but get some vitamin d in your system because i guarantee you you're lacking in it if you work from home and don't get enough outdoor time don't get enough sunlight we we can literally um starve our bodies of nutrients that they need without um taking it in manually unless we're outside getting it right from natural elements so we need vitamin it's we're starving ourselves of nutrients that, that our bodies need so we, we definitely need to be mindful of that, right? And so I hope that today it was uh, helpful for you just sitting back and listening and, and talking about what we can do to help ourselves, give ourselves that, that stress relief that we need. And I'm here, you know, um, I'm a good listener. Uh, People, you know, seem to uh, message me about uh, things they're struggling with. And I like to listen and help. Um, I'm one of those people. I love to help others. Uh, But please know that um, if I don't respond right away, it's not because I'm ignoring you or I don't want to answer your question. I'm taking care of myself. And when I get to the point where I can get to your message, I'm going to get to it. And that's my new philosophy is. Is, you know, um, you know, we all want to help each other, but we all have to learn when to say no and when to take time for ourselves so that we can be available to help others. Uh, and I'm trying to not take on too much. So, uh, encourage, um, everyone to, uh, evaluate your own circumstances and, and make sure you're not taking on too much and spreading yourself too thin and not being able to take care of the ones that you love. So, It's my goal to inspire you, uh, to educate you. And I hope this was inspiring, educational as well. And you know, I always say that knowledge is power. What we learn today empowers us tomorrow. Don't give up on your uh, life as a coder, if that is what you're doing. Don't give up on life. Uh, Don't give up on those that love you. Keep learning and keep growing. This has been Jennifer McNamara with Life as a Coder. I want to thank you to our sponsors, Ozark Coding Alliance LLC, and a special shout out to our podcast producer, Gabriel Fast with Wannabe Critic Productions. Until next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Life as a Coder podcast series brought to you by your friends at Ozark Coding Alliance LLC. If you're enjoying this show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. It helps us share the show with other coders, students, and professionals just like you. Come back every Monday for a new episode. We'll catch you then. Project Resume can make your medical coding dreams come true. From resumes to interview skills to navigating a successful career, Project Resume has the advice you need from coders you can trust. See all that we have to offer at projectresume.net. Be sure to reference this podcast when you place your order.